For landmark court ruling last week, the Pretoria High Court handed down an order declaring the exclusion of domestic workers from the Compensation for Occupational Injuries and Diseases Act is unconstitutional. Domestic workers have been excluded from the Act, which compensates employees or their survivors for work-related injuries, illnesses or death. And that's since it was enacted in 1993. Let's now speak to Vuyo Mafata, who is the Compensation Commissioner at the Labor Department. Vuyo, good evening. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Good evening, Clement, and good evening to the listeners. Mm. Speak to me about the Labor Department's uh, uh, decision to now include domestic workers in this act. Why were they previously excluded? Well, uh, the historically domestic workers have been excluded from uh, accessing social uh, insurance benefits, both the compensation fund and unemployment insurance fund. But if you recall, the department took a, a step in 2002 when it uh, then included the domestic workers within the unemployment insurance fund. The next step was to now incorporate those uh, the domestic workers within the compensation for occupational injuries and diseases Act, which is something that the minister commenced in around 2011 with a process to amend the current legislation. The current legislation that we have was last developed in 1993. Mm-hmm. And what does then this ruling uh, mean for domestic workers that was handed by the Pretoria High Court? Does it mean that we're going to see compensation um you know, when domestic workers go? Because this also goes back to the case that involves Sylvia Mahlangu, the surviving daughter of that domestic worker, Maria, who died at her employer's home in Pretoria while she was working. Does this ruling mean that the Mahlangu family would be compensated for that? Well, as, 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 as things stand, the, uh, the, uh, the, the claim was submitted for uh, uh, the Matlangu family, which the claim wasn't uh, accepted because the one is the domestic workers in the current legislation aren't included in the definition of what an employee is. And then uh, it's for that reason. So what, what this uh, court ruling does for us is that it, 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 it requires us now to fast track the process that we've already started of amending the legislation okay. so that um, domestic workers can then enjoy full coverage of uh, uh, compensation in an event of occupational injuries and diseases. Yeah. So what the what the what the court ruled was that, uh, and this was a joint order in any case because we did not uh, oppose the the application because we also agreed that it's unconstitutional to exclude domestic workers in the mm. coverage of uh, uh, social security. So we so what it did it just confirmed the uh, unconstitutionality of the exclusion. But it, uh, it, it it left to the parties to now work out the uh, modalities around how this is going to be applied uh, to include the domestic workers. And this may also then also include taking this decision of the High Court to the Constitutional Court so that they can then ratify the decision. Yeah. But taking it to the Constitutional Court, we need to also have sorted out all the modalities around when is it applicable from and... Um, so those are the things that we now have to uh, to work out. Yeah. What does this mean for people who have employed domestic workers? Do they need to? Um, what do they need to do really to comply with the new legislation when it comes in? We will we will make the announcement at the time. But all that would be expected, like any other employer, they would then have to register. 
So for, for the compensation uh, uh, for occupational injuries and diseases, it's the employer that registers, not necessarily the employee. Uh-huh. So it means all the employers of domestic workers would then have to register as employers with the compensation fund, mm. and they would then have to submit the annual returns uh, and pay the assessment that is required so that their employees enjoy coverage. It doesn't necessarily mean that by proclamation of the law that everyone automatically qualifies. The employer has to register for uh, the compensation fund. But how are you going to regulate that, though, to make sure that there are no employers that are trying to dodge the bullet here, if you will, and they won't be registering, and then they will just leave it out and, and have their domestic workers continue to work without this benefit? In, in the Department of Labor, we have a inspection and enforcement unit, which comprises of the inspectors that are appointed to enforce compliance by employers to legislation. Uh, so these inspectors are the ones that will then help us to um, to enforce compliance to this legislation. And as I said earlier on, we started with the UIF a while back to register the employer. So we already have a database of all these employers that uh, uh, are registered with the uh, the unemployment insurance fund. So it would be the databases that we'd actually then be able to use mm. to um, to confirm which employer needs to be registered and so that we can follow up on those employers to register. All right. Vuyo Mafata is the Compensation Commissioner at the Labor Department. Thank you so much for your time. And joining this conversation as well is Binky Mashiani, the co-founder of United Domestic Workers of South Africa. Binky, good evening. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Good evening and good evening to the listeners. Mm, obviously, this is the first step in the right direction, being being an organization that fights for domestic workers' rights. How do you feel about this ruling by the Pretoria High Court? We are very, very happy about the ruling because we've been pushing for this for a very long time. So mm. we are very happy and this is victory for all domestic workers in South Africa. Yeah, uh, but what does this ruling mean for Sylvia? Because I was reading a case to Vuyo earlier about Sylvia Mathangu, who is the surviving daughter of a domestic worker um, who died at her employer's home in Pretoria. And according to, to Sylvia, her mother was only earning about 2,500 2, rand a month at the time of her death. And her emplo- and, and the mother's emplo- employers allegedly gave... Um, Sylvia's family, less than 5,000 rand after that uh, tragic death. What does this ruling mean for Sylvia? Will her family get compensated? Is that what you are pushing for as an organization? Yes, that's what we are pushing for, to have the family compensated. Because when I asked Mr. Declare, that was uh, Sylvia's mother's employer, about compensating the family after the the incident, he said to me, you think after... I must call him after two weeks. When I called him, he said he can only give them 2.5 because that's what she, she was earning. Mm. He was even, yeah, he was even saying that, yes, the basic workers are not covered by Koida. You know that, the employer. So this means that we are going to help Sylvia. We're going to push this uh, with our lawyers to represent Sylvia in constitutional court to uh, act retrospectively. Because according to us, actually, all domestic workers who can prove that they died in the line of duty or were uh, disabled while they were working mm. from 1994 should be compensated because it's been a long time. Even if you can look even the UIF, we got UIF on the 1st April 2003. After nine years of democracy in South Africa, domestic workers are always left behind. Mm. Uh, they forget the major role we play as domestic workers. Yeah, so it's very clear then, um, 
Kinky that there are many other cases out there that haven't necessarily been reported. But speak to us about the turning point for you. What made you start this advocacy work? When did you realize that domestic workers are actually in danger here? Yeah, when I, uh, I found out about the, the case of Maria Mashangu, uh, the first place I went to was Equality Court after uh, visiting the employers and hearing what they were saying there. I went to Equality Court because even though I'm not familiar with the, the, the laws, I could sense that something is not wrong. Somebody, Someone has to do something. And I said, I'm going to do this. Mm. And I always had hope. Yes, I went to Equality Court. I was turned down. UNISA turned away. University of South Africa, Legal Aid uh, South Africa, I've tried everywhere because I knew that somebody has to do something to push the law of this country to recognize domestic workers as workers. And I'm so happy that, yes, we made it. Mm. But do you think that this is, you know, a war that can be won with just your organization and even government, in this instance, the Labor Department coming to the party or... Because I imagine that, you know, the families and the employers of these domestic workers also have a role to play here. Yes, that, that, that's true. It, the Department of Labor must sit with us, the unions. Yes, that's how we are here. We also have some social movements that are helping us. Let us sit down and see how they can implement this. Because I say the same way that, that they implemented the UIF in, 20, in 2003, mm. they can do the same. Yes. Mm. And 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 do, you, do what kind of successes have we seen though since you've started this advocacy work through um, your foundation um, and this organization, um, the United Domestic Workers of South Africa? Um, what what kind of achievements would you say you've seen in bettering the lives of domestic workers? We have taken cases to CCMA and we have won those cases. And we are also working with CCMA. is coming to our meetings to educate the domestic workers about their rights. So those are the achievements that we have made so far. And we are still hoping to work further to achieve even more. All right. Binky Mashiani, thank you so much for your time. Co-founder of United Domestic Workers of South Africa. Let's bring back Vuyo Mafata now, who is the Compensation Commissioner at the Labor Department. Vuyo, uh, any, any response after that discussion with Pinky? Yes, yes. Well, you know, uh, South Africa is one of the pioneers when it comes to uh, uh, um, inclusion of domestic workers in social security. I mean, we were among one, the first in 2002 when we included the domestic workers for unemployment insurance. So it has always been the intention of the minister. In around 2009, the minister started having uh, in-business with domestic workers to listen to some of the changes that they want to see uh, within the labor legislation. And one of them was the uh, amendment to the COIDA uh, legislation. Hence, the minister started the process already in 2011 for the uh, amendment of the legislation to include domestic workers. Hence, I said for this application, for example, we are not opposing it. In fact, we, that's why the order that was issued was a joint order on for both parties. And even going to the constitutional court, we will not be opposing it. What we are working out, as, 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 as uh, has been said, is that we need to work out now the modalities around how this can practically be implemented because we need to be mindful also of the... Uh, in, in, in whatever way that we're going to implement it, it will also have an implication on the employers mm. uh, that are uh, expected them to comply with this legislation. So we actually need to balance uh, on both sides.
Okay, Vuyo Mafata, thank you so much for your time. Together with Pinky Mashani, they're speaking to us about uh, this landmark ruling that will see um, these domestic workers covered for work-related injuries, illnesses, and also death. It's 21 minutes after 9.